Chapter 1 I had a big favor to ask my Uncle Dex. But first, I had to listen to him tell me, for about the millionth time, all about the Civil War Battle of Fredericksburg. That's a town where we live in Virginia. Uncle Dex is really into history, and so am I. Though, I don't make a big deal about it. Especially to my best friend, Greg Troutman, because he hates school more than anybody on the planet. We've been studying the Battle of Fredericksburg in our sixth grade history class, and I'd make the mistake of mentioning that to Uncle Dex. I was warming up to asking him if we could use some space in his store for our band to practice. A union should have won that battle, he said. Did you learn that in history class, Anderson? All the Union had to do was cross the river into town. The Confederates weren't even there yet. If they could have just crossed the river, the Yankees would have taken Fredericksburg and then marched on through Virginia into Richmond and probably ended the war a couple of years early. If only they'd had a bridge. We were in Uncle Dex's junk shop downstairs where he sold all sorts of vintage stuff and antiques and odds and ends. It used to belong to my grandpa, Pop-Pop. Uncle Dex took it over last year after Pop-Pop died. The actual name of the store is The Kitchen Sink, which is supposed to mean it has everything you might ever want, but Uncle Dex ends up having to explain what's in there because most people think it's a hardware store. Uncle Dex jabbered on for a while longer about how the Yankees took too long getting pontoons down the Washington to make their own bridge. So Robert E. Lee had the time to move the Confederate troops into position. And then when the Yankees finally crossed over the river, they got slaughtered. You know what Robert E. Lee said after the Battle of Fredericksburg, don't you? He said, hopefully winding down the history lesson. It's a pretty famous saying. I scratched my head to show him I was seriously thinking about it. Only I had on a beanie, so mostly I just moved the beanie back and forth. Greg said we should wear them to make us look cooler. I didn't know if it was working, but when you're invisible at school and trying to start up a band, you need all the help you can get. I guess not, I said. Uncle Dex straightened his baseball cap, lifted his hand, stuck out his index finger, and began quoting Robert E. Lee. It is well that war is so terrible, otherwise we should grow too fond of it. Right, I said. Not really sure what that was supposed to mean. I'd have to think about it later. For now, though, on to business. So, Uncle Dex, I said. I was wondering if maybe you might have some space in the shop's basement, a room or something, where we could practice with our band. The kitchen sink basement isn't just one room. It's like the Roman catacombs. So I figure there must be plenty of empty rooms that Uncle Dex wouldn't mind us using. And the farther away from anywhere people could hear us, the better. At least until we learn a few songs all the way through. And maybe some more chords. Uncle Dex looked very serious all of a sudden. A band? I nodded. Yep, a band. Me and Greg, we both play the guitar. Well, I'm on rhythm guitar. Uncle Dex looked even more serious. He started nodding. So... You probably need a keyboard player, right? He said. Like, let's say me. I didn't know what to say. 
He caught me off guard. Was he seriously asking if he could be in the band? A grown-up? You know I used to play right, he said. When I was in high school, we had a band too. Plus in college, I was a ukulele assembly. I'm not in high school yet, I said, as if that was the real issue here. I'm just a sixth grader. And anyway, we kind of already have a keyboard player. That was a lie, but I had to say something. Oh, yeah, he said, as if he didn't quite believe me. Yeah, I said, a girl, actually. I blurted that out without thinking. Although a girl had, in fact, asked me and Greg if she could be in the band. Her name was Julie Kabachi, and we hadn't even talked to her much, even though she'd been around since elementary school. She overheard us talking about our plans to write some songs and perform them at one of the all-ages open mic nights they had at this big warehouse downtown. Of course we called um, Julie Kabashi no. We didn't want a girl in the band, and especially a girl like Julie, who was probably even more invisible than me and Greg. With that much invisibility on stage, it would be as if we weren't even there. Not that Uncle Dex had to know any of that. Well, okay then, he said. But hey, if you need a ukulele, I'm your guy. Definitely, I said, meaning definitely not. Uncle Dex led me down to the basement, then through a confusing series of hallways until he suddenly stopped. In here, he said, tapping on a green door. There's just some of Pop Pop's old stuff he bought at yard sales in this one. Clear it out and the space is yours. He winked at me which is a thing only grown-ups ever do. We both had to pull hard to get the door open. I made of those, one of those haunted mansion sounds that send chills up your spine. And then we had to wade through a bunch of cobwebs to get inside. Though we couldn't go very far. A mountain of stuff was piled up everywhere. Uncle Dex patted me on the back, another thing only grown-ups ever do, and then headed back upstairs to see if any actual human customers had wandered into the store. I just stood there frozen, overwhelmed by the amount of work it was going to take to even make a pig path through all that junk. I was also totally creeped out. I definitely had the feeling that I wasn't alone. I pulled out my cell phone so I could text Greg. We'd ridden our bikes downtown, but he was off wandering around somewhere while I talked to Uncle Dex. I couldn't get a signal though. Sometimes it happens. But sometimes if the if I lift the phone over my head, I'll get lucky. So that was what I was doing, waving my cell phone around when a cold hand clamped down on my shoulder. I screamed and then dove forward to get away from whatever it was, crashing into an enormous pile of boxes that came tumbling down on top of me. Help! I yelled because of the hand and because now I was totally buried. Somebody started pulling boxes off me. But I had a panicky feeling that it wasn't Uncle Dex. <laughs> Did you wet your pants, Anderson? A familiar voice asked and then burst out laughing, or rather, snorting. It wasn't Uncle Dex, as it turned out, and it wasn't a ghost either. It was my moron best friend. <laughs>